0: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. I'm torn. Now I'll tell you about Disneyland, Walt Disney Corporation. It's from the City Journal. And the great writer Christopher Rufo. It is impossible to overstate the damage Disney is doing to uh, this country. I, I I don't know I don't I don't know why. I don't know why. You have a sort of of not if not monopoly, you have a dominant vehicle to bring people joy. And you've you've decided to screw the country instead. To bring in anger rather than joy. Handing the Disney Corporation over to the Disney executives who run it today is like giving the Bible to anti-religious atheists. Not all atheists are anti-religious, I just want to make that clear. Disney executives have elevated the ideology of critical race theory into a new corporate dogma, bombarded employees with trainings on systemic racism, white privilege, white fragility, and white saviors, and launched racially segregated affinity groups at the company's headquarters. I have obtained a trove of whistleblower documents related to Disney's, quote, diversity and inclusion program called Reimagine Tomorrow which paints a disturbing picture of the company's embrace of racial politics. The core of Disney's racial program is a series of training modules on anti-racism. In one called Allyship for Race Consciousness, the company tells employees that they must, quote, take ownership of educating themselves about structural anti-black racism and they should not rely on their black colleagues to educate them because it is, quote, emotionally taxing. Do you, do you hear this This, this mumbo-jumbo? Do you, by the way, every black with dignity should loathe Disney. You are not real to these people. The left does not see black human beings as real. You, you are simply useful pawns in their destruction of the country. Blacks are to the left what workers were to the communists you used humans and many let themselves be used cuz they fell for it it's emotionally taxing for a black colleague to educate you can't ask a black colleague how please tell me in, in what way you are systemically abused or, or discriminated against I want to understand better, because it's emotionally taxing. The United States, the document claims, has, quote, a long history of systemic racism and transphobia. Really? The country has a long history of transphobia. The fact that ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of Americans would not have understood the term five years ago is not relevant. And white employees in particular must, quote, work through their feelings of guilt, shame, and defensiveness. Hmm, I guess, what would I do if I were at Disney? I have neither guilt, shame, nor defensiveness in this matter. To understand what is beneath them and what needs to be healed. All of this is meaningless. This is, this is Maoist talk. That's all it is. It's the same as the Cultural Revolution in China in 1956 was that the year of the cultural revolution was it 56 disney recommends that employees atone by challenging colorblind ideologies you hear that that's their words challenge colorblind ideologies i told you there's nothing in common between liberalism and leftism but liberals are cowards, and they are f- afraid of the left. And they've been brainwashed to think that we conservatives are their enemies. Colorblind is the essence of the liberal message on color. Be colorblind. So th- they, uh, we have to atone by challenging colorblind ideologies and rhetoric such as all lives matter and I don't see color. Really? I don't see color? That's considered racist. This is unlike me. I used to brag that I ate Ben & Jerry's ice cream because I only cared about the product, not the views. But when Disney becomes so destructive of society, there is literally only one answer. Boycott them. Do Do not use their product. Do not watch their movies. And especially do not visit Disney World and Disneyland which is very painful because you want to take your kids there. So there there are other amusement parks. What can I tell you? A childhood can be spent without having gone to Disneyland or Disney World. Disney stinks. It is hurting this country. Disney is a threat to, to this civilization. They are espousing evil. Do you understand how immoral what they say is? It's immoral. That you should not be colorblind is their position. That is immoral. Let us call it what it is. In another module, this is from inside Disney documents, called What Can I Do About Racism? Disney tells employees that they should reject equality. That's immoral. Get it? Another immoral doctrine and focus on equal treatment and access to opportunities. Well, that's fine. That, that is equality. I don't know what the... And instead, this is the key. Strive for equity with a focus on the equality of outcome. Equality of outcome is communism. Equality of opportunity is American. The challenge begins with information on systemic racism and ask participants to accept that they have, quote, all been raised in a society that elevates white culture over others. What is white culture? They never define it. Do you understand that? They never define it. What is white culture? Tell me, what is white culture? Is, is driving a Chevy white culture? Is, uh, I don't know, what is white I culture? I, they never define it. What is it? Is it having children before you, after you're married? Is that, is that white culture? Apparently it is because the, uh, the, the, that doctrine is considered racist now, to tell people to have children after they marry. Ask what happened to, what well, was the professor of law at the University of Pennsylvania? That woman who wrote that piece in the San Diego uh, paper? The professor of law, we had her on at the University of Pennsylvania. She said, middle-class values, they're the best for everybody. Get an education, get married, and have children after you marry. Like, that is that, is that white culture? Maybe it is, because remember acting white? I remember, this is decades ago, Newsweek had a front-page uh, a cover article on acting white. Kids who did what I just said to you, studied hard. Black kids who studied hard were called acting white. I guess, is that white culture? To study hard? Participants then learn about their white privilege and are asked to fill out a white privilege checklist with options including I am white, I am heterosexual, I am a man, I still identify as the gender I was born in, I have never been raped, I don't rely on public transportation, and I have never been called a terrorist. Is that amazing? That's right. If you don't rely on public uh, transportation, you got white privilege. Well, I admit that. I I got to admit. I don't know why anybody who works hard cannot avoid public transportation. Okay. By and large, if you really work hard and you get married and do all these things, you will be able to afford private transportation called a car. You can lease a car now for 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 a hundred dollars a month, right? Aren't there cars leaseable at that? Take a look. I know, no. Well, Sean's Bentley. But is he? What is it? A couple of thousand a month? Uh, your car, Sean. Depends how much you put down. Well, Sean Sean doesn't even ask. Zay doesn't think about cost. That came in my earphones. Uh. Next, participants learn about white fragility and are asked to complete an exercise called How to Tell if You Have White Fragility. The program interprets beliefs such as I am a good person, I can't be racist, and I was taught to treat everyone the same, as evidence of the participants' internalized racism and white fragility. I was taught to treat everyone the same is now, is now wrong, is now evil. This is Disney. To hell with the Disney company. Get it? You want to save America? Start with boycotting Disney. This is a particularly vile company. They're competing with Coca-Cola and with Delta. I mean, it's very, and, and United. I mean, it's a It's a competition. The corporations are trying to outdo one another and crapping on America. In the same collection of resources, Disney also recommends that employees read a series of how-to guides, including 75 things white people can do for racial justice. Oh, i got to get a copy of that. I love these numbers. And your kids are not too young to talk about race. That's right, of course. The indoctrinate them as early as possible into you're a piece of crap because you're white. The first article suggests that white employees should defund the police, participate in reparations, decolonize your bookshelf, and don't gentrify neighborhoods. Find and join a local white space and donate to anti-white supremacy work such as your local Black Lives Matter chapter. Okay? If you think BLM is is just basically an anti-American hate group, which I do believe it is, And Disney now wants all of its employees to donate to that. When you go to Disneyland or Disney World, you are funding BLM at this time, just so you'll know. The second article encourages parents to commit to raising race consciousness in children. That's what children need, race consciousness. Ah, is that healthy. And argues that even babies discriminate against members of other races. Nothing like a bigoted baby. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.
1: This is Carol Platt-Lebow for TownHall.com. If there's anything the Democrats and the left want you to know these days, it's that they hate racism. In fact, they tell us the biggest problem facing America is, wait for it, we are marked by white supremacy. That's what made their recent behavior so hypocritical and disheartening. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, an African-American, was chosen to provide the Republican response to President Biden's joint address to Congress. In doing so, Senator Scott minced no words. He said that America was not a racist country, and he defended Georgia's voter integrity law. Predictably, the left went wild because a black man dared to stray from Democratic orthodoxy. The term Uncle Tim, an ugly play on the racist epithet Uncle Tom, trended on Twitter. Worse yet, a Democratic Party official in Texas called Scott an Oreo, referring to a black person perceived to display characteristics of a white person. This is where the race-baiting bred by critical race theory leads us. Americans of both parties, or no party at all, deserve better. I'm Carol platt Bow. The
0: Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.